0: Hi everybody, Cheryl Atkinson here. Welcome to another podcast. I want to talk a bit about the increasing efforts to control our information, particularly social media and related platforms. There's been a lot of discussion about censorship and control on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. But there's another giant platform that also deserves scrutiny, Wikipedia. It's considered the fifth most popular website in the world. And yes, you may know that some of the information isn't reliable, but many don't know the extent to which pages and topics are controlled by agenda editors, sometimes in ways that are invisible to the viewing public. I've written about this in the past. You can see my investigation if you search online for the dark side of Wikipedia, and I've spoken about some of this in two TEDx talks. But recently, again, I took the battle to my own Wikipedia biography page, which has been under the control of agenda editors for years. Now, mind you, I know my page isn't important to anybody but me, except perhaps to the extent to which it's indicative of what's happening across the Wikipedia platform. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about it, give you an idea of what's really going on. First, the way it works on Wikipedia The more control and power is granted to the volunteer editors who have been there the longest and made the most edits. These Wikipedia editors can revert or erase other people's edits. Well, of course, special interests, corporate interests and PR firms noticed this long ago and made sure to assign people to make lots of edits and get that editing power on Wikipedia. Now they're more powerful on Wikipedia than any other editors. They violate Wikipedia policies with impunity. Biographies of living persons on Wikipedia are supposed to be neutral, and there should be no libelous material. These are Wikipedia rules. They shouldn't be trying to litigate controversies on a biography page. But that's exactly what some Wikipedia editors have done to my biography page and many others. Also, Wikipedia biographies, on the other hand, are not supposed to read like resumes or works of PR, but many of them do and are works of PR because they're biographies of interest that the powerful Wikipedia editors are trying to promote. Many times, controversial issues on Wikipedia are handled in a one-sided fashion. Certain positions are declared fringe by paid interests or other Wikipedia editors who obviously lack the information or expertise to decide them. In one case, an anonymous Wikipedia agenda editor who edits my biography says he's 24 years old and really, really into comic books. If he's telling the truth, he was about 7 years old when I was first assigned at CBS to investigate the links between vaccines and autism. But he claims to be the arbiter of facts and truth on the vaccine autism issue, and routinely makes false statements and libelous edits onto my Wikipedia page, the comic book kid. Besides paid interests, WikiLeaks also attracts bands of devoted ideologues. This was pointed out to me by Wikipedia co-founder Larry Sanger, who has parted ways from the project over these very issues, the inmates running the asylum, the bias, the control, the false information. Larry Sanger points out there are uninformed ideologues who spend all their time in the deep recesses of Wikipedia's so-called talk pages, making edits that line up with their personal beliefs on controversies, making sure two sides of a particular story aren't seen, controversializing reporters and scientists who look at both sides, punishing the other Wikipedia editors who try to make edits and citations that they don't want you to see. If you tool around a little on Wikipedia, start checking out the talk pages, you'll find the strangest culture like dungeon punishment. There are some Wikipedia editors threatening to punish and ban other Wikipedia editors. There are Wikipedia editors begging to be unbanned, promising not to misbehave again, trying to get back into good graces. It's very twisted. That's another story. Going back to my own biography page, just by way of example, those who are interested can read the commentary that Wikipedia editors are engaging in about my Wikipedia biography. You can click the tab that says Talk on my Wikipedia biography page and see the discussion. It ranges from the obviously biased to the unhinged. Honest Wikipedia editors attempt to weigh in and point out violations of Wikipedia's own policies made by other Wikipedia editors, but they're often drowned out by the nonsense that has become routine. One of the most disturbing aspects of what I call the weaponization of Wikipedia is the evidence of agenda editors seeking out the subjects they're editing to harass and attack them. As I've sought to point out Wikipedia's bias and mistakes, several Wikipedia editors have threatened to stop me, have found me on Twitter to attack me and my followers, and have taken other steps to otherwise attempt to harass or intimidate me outside the Wikipedia platform. Before it happened to me, I would reported on other examples. There was a case where a Wikipedia volunteer editor ticked off other Wikipedia editors, and they actually found out where he worked and called his bosses to tell on him for editing Wikipedia on company time. He was fired, though he claimed he only edited Wikipedia on his lunch hour. But think about what I just said. Wikipedia editors tracked down a Wikipedia editor they didn't like and called his job and got him fired. In another case, documents later made public show Wikipedia editors who were out to get another Wikipedia editor tracked his movements in real life. They knew when he went to visit his parents over a holiday in Florida. They speculated about how he was spending his free time and where he might be editing from. Who would have dreamed that volunteer editors for an online encyclopedia would stalk other editors and subjects they edit and harass them under a cloak of anonymity. One such Wikipedia editor who attacked me and my followers on Twitter, calls himself Gamaliel, was discovered to have posted a great deal of profanity and hate on his Twitter feed about a variety of other subjects. I'll clean it up for you, but one example was F off and die. He tweeted that about Mike Pence after Pence praised Martin Luther King Jr. When these hateful tweets were exposed, the Wikipedia editor who calls himself Gamaliel deleted the tweets and blocked the people who'd found them, and then returned to editing my biography on Wikipedia, where he complained on the talk page that my followers had attacked him. Mind you, nobody knew who he was until he sought me out on Twitter to attack me. And back to the twisted mentality you find on Wikipedia, Gamaliel was then soothed by other Wikipedia agenda editors. One of them gave him what amounts to a commendation of the strange underworld of Wikipedia, a badge that said he deserved it for, withstanding the Twitter assault for editing Cheryl Ackeson in Wikipedia, don't let the haters get you down. Mind you, he's speaking to the guy who found me on Twitter and attacked me and my followers and had all the F.U. tweets. Don't let the haters get you down. Another well-known pharmaceutical interest, Wikipedia agenda editor, who calls himself Skeptical Raptor, edits my page, even though he, too, is also clearly biased. On the talk page associated with my Wikipedia biography, for example, he referred to Emmy Awards as pathetic and does not recognize that I am... As a matter of indisputable fact, whether he likes it or not, employed as a journalist, as I have been for the past 35 years. Skeptical Raptor calls me an anti-science, pseudo-science-pushing right-wing journalist and says, if we're going to do some fanboy crap here by listing her pathetic list of awards, then we should include all of her false anti-vaccine claims over the past few years. That will be fun, he says. Now, as a side note, I have never expressed anti-vaccine views or reported any false material, but that matters not. After simply defending myself in the face of being unable to correct errors and bias on my widely viewed Wikipedia biography, another Wikipedia editor reacted as though I was the one who started the attacks. He wrote, Well, on the bright side, knowing from our firsthand experience now that Atkinson is the sort of person who makes public accusations without evidence, does much to help us better understand what our reliable sources are trying to communicate about her. Some Wikipedia editors believe they are free to publish all manners of libel, bias, and false information about a person, but the person is considered to be out of line if she tries to correct the record. Some Wikipedia editors do know better, but they intentionally resort to attacks and obfuscation as part of a tactic to prevent honest edits from being made to a Wikipedia page. When there is no so-called consensus among Wikipedia editors in a given dispute over what should appear on a page, then the status quo, the false and biased information in the case of my biography page, stays put. So a Wikipedia agenda editor need only chew on a dispute over and over, day in and day out, throwing up red herrings on the talk page, asking for third opinions until the Wikipedia group declares, well, no consensus can be reached. The page stays the way it is. The Wikipedia co-founder Larry Sanger, whom I mentioned earlier, has started a new project, Everypedia. It's spelled E-V-E-R-I-P-E-D-I-A. He hopes it'll become a better, less conflicted version of Wikipedia and ultimately a network of encyclopedias that will allow people to compare articles and get a fuller picture and more information. Sanger has also posted a petition asking people to sign a Declaration of Digital Independence to support technology that allows us to get back our technological privacy rights, to acknowledge that we own our own data, to protect free speech, to enable us to access all the information we want online without censorship from big tech companies. I think it's a good idea. This all-out intensive effort to control our information, especially online, started in a big way in late 2016 around the presidential election, and it's ramping up now for 2020. Several political interests have acknowledged funding efforts to control our news and information, to convince Facebook and others to censor and shape what we see. Google played a big part of this in the last election, funding a nonprofit that started the fake news term which at the time was assigned to apply only to conservative fake news. They didn't think that there was any liberal fake news. That was until Trump co-opted the term. Google's parent company, Alphabet, was run by Eric Schmidt when this happened. He was a devoted campaigner and follower of Hillary Clinton at the time. And Alphabet, through its employees, were the biggest funders of both the Bernie Sanders campaign and the Clinton campaign. Again, this is the company that owns Google. Folks, we're really getting deeper and deeper into an artificial reality where our information is being managed for us by third parties that we didn't ask to do it. It's important to expose it and to talk about it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to it, pass this on to your friends, and visit CherylAckeson.com to make comments. Make up your own mind. Do your own research. Think for yourself.